This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And Nellie? Yes? <laughs> you look like you're in a different place. I'm not seeing the red decorations in the background. Where <laughs> in the world are you? We drove to the Hamptons. You so drove? We drove. We drove. <laughs> Charles and I got in the car, and my husband did not drive with me because he's working. So, uh... It was a long ass drive. That's all I'm going to say. And, you know, normally when we drive, we, um, you know, we stop and look at colleges and do fun stuff. You couldn't do it. Like, you know, we had my gloves to put the gas in the mask. We sprayed our shoes. We got back in the car. So it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same, but we did it in four days. We stopped, we saw some friends in Memphis and stayed in their guest house. We stayed with my cousin who lives alone in a separate area of the house. Uh, and then we stayed in a bed and breakfast because it was empty a haunted bed and breakfast in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So <laughs> that was fun. But I got to say, what the heck's going on in Dallas? How is it, Martha? Oh, my gosh. There is so much going on in Dallas right now. I'm sure that you heard on the news that there's been a lot of protesters um, for George Floyd. And um, downtown Dallas over the weekend was really, really crazy. There was, um, in addition to the peaceful protesters, there was a group of people that um, started looting and breaking windows, and um, it just was quite a mess down there and a lot of violence. And um, as of right now, it kind of feels like the uh, the looters are kind of phasing out, and it's going more to just peaceful protests. There's going to be one in our neighborhood at Preston and Northwest Highway today. I think it starts at 4 o'clock. But, yeah, it's it's a good time for you not to be here, I'll have to say. Well, and I felt really sad leaving because I thought, gosh, we were starting to open and it felt so <sighs> normal. And I hate when people are like, I, I don't like the word the new normal. I'm just going to be honest. I don't like it. I, I, I feel I like, agree. stop saying that because you're implying that nothing will ever be good again. And it's just, it has a negative con- connotation to me. So um, I was starting to feel so good about Dallas. And I thought, oh, by the time I get to New York, they'll start opening. And they're just not. They're not. We were in the city yesterday. We drove to and from the city because we didn't want to be there after curfew. And um, it didn't take very long to drive. There's not a lot of traffic. And the Upper East Side is fine, but um, the Lower East Side was destroyed in, in the riots, completely destroyed. My right. nephew's apartment down there, the pictures are so sad. And just, listen, there's a good reason to protest peacefully. You know, there's a good reason to protest this peacefully. And, uh, you know, that's our right as Americans. But, um, you know, the, the violence and the anger and the... I think it's just a lot of pent up. People have been locked up in their houses and people have lost money and people have lost a lot and they're kind of starting to implode. Yeah. It just, it kind of creates the perfect storm for something like this to happen. Like you said, people have been in their homes and not being able to work and um, there's just been so many things going on. And this was just the the final thing to push everyone over the edge. And, um, you know, a lot of people on social media in particular this week, I've, I've been watching actual news and social media news quite a bit more so than ever over the week. And I was really quite stressed. Usually I'm pretty laid back, but yeah. just reading different things that people would post, like there was one post about a pile of bricks at SMU and a pile of bricks downtown. 
And it's so important to fact check those, those tidbits that you're sharing before you post them because it really does create a lot of panic mm -hmm. um, unnecessarily. And so please check your information before you post it because it's been stressful. No, and it's a great lesson for our children because, you know, words carry weight. Words carry weight on social media or out of your mouth or anywhere. They carry weight. And I think it's important for our children to learn not to just spout off or, you, you know, there's no telling how somebody's going to take it. With all of this tension around us, no matter what you say or how you say it, people can take it the wrong way. Yes. And I think it's better just to not be inflammatory, right? Not to be right. inflammatory right now. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, and you don't need to post every single thought that you have. We're all under stress right now. We all have a lot on our mind. And we don't need to post every single thing that we're thinking. For example, Nellie, you know, I'm a native Texan. I always have known that we like our guns here. But wow, some of the things that I've seen people post this week, you know, I said that I was nervous over the weekend about there was a lot of rumors that protesters, angry protesters were going to be coming to the park cities. And um, I was very nervous for a couple of days until I saw so many people posting, there's some heavily armed people in our neighborhood. Uh -oh. And uh, it's crazy. It, it, the amount of guns that people have. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the magazine that's at the grocery store when you check out is called Gardens and Guns. Not, not drinks and guns. And I think that they do not mix. And people are doing a lot of drinking these days. And then they've got their firearms and they're sort of, you know, boasting about it or whatever. And it's just, just not a good, it's not a good combination ever, right? No, it's not. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of fake news out there. There's a lot of uh, fake accounts. And one way that you can check those accounts, like on Twitter, for example, that's where a lot of people were getting misinformation, is to see the if they have a little to no followers, that may be a fraud account. If the name does their handle doesn't match their URL that might be a sign that it's not a real account but just really check for those fake accounts and um, another thing that to look for is just like posting random incoherent thoughts and I've actually seen a lot of that like on Facebook with legitimate accounts too <laughs> yeah with legitimate accounts too and I don't want to I'm not calling anybody out but I just don't comment on it. I just don't, okay. I don't comment on it. I've, I've always been like, you don't really want to talk about politics, religion, uh, anything that can upset people on social media. And I'm trying to instill this in my teenager, like all of us out there with teenagers, like you just don't post your thought because first of all, it's not coming down ever. <laughs> and second of all, you know, you know, everybody's impulsive or has a thought and then you're like, should I have said that? You know, and then it's too late if it's posted. Yeah, really sit on it and think about it for a while before you post it. Yes. So Nellie, what are your thoughts on the protests for George Floyd? Well, I actually think, I mean, obviously this is a, a, a terrible tragedy that should never have happened. And we unfortunately, our country have a history of these things happening. And, uh, and I think on the one hand, I'm really impressed that people stood up and protested and I think they should. I mean, what about the protest in Washington with people lying hand to hand on the ground? I mean, that was a beautiful thing to see. What about the police officer 
and the African-American gentleman hugging in the middle of, of, um, of a protest. I mean, this, this had to happen. I think just like with anything, we have to respect each other. We cannot, it, like having it turn violent is never a good thing. And, and the people who, who are losing out to this, I mean, to me, I see like a lot of minority store owners whose stores are being destroyed. So really at the end of the day, it, it, this is not, you know, killing people and ruining people's businesses is not helping. I, I love the peaceful protest and I, and I feel for George Floyd and for his family. And I, 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 I think things are starting to settle down a little bit because the officers are being implicated and they should be. Right. Absolutely. And um, I've seen some pretty positive images on the news, like you were talking about, um, even here in Dallas, like some of the cops have been doing line dances with the protesters or getting down on their knee and everyone's cheering for them. I've seen a lot of positive, uh, just extremely respectful of all sides out there. And I just love to see that. I um, actually saw George Floyd's uh, daughter on, uh, I guess it was his brother, her uncle's shoulder saying, daddy changed the world. And it was absolutely adorable and very heartwarming. Yes. And Gail King, my favorite on CBS, called that out a lot. And it's, it's really true. Um, he did change the world. And I wish he were alive today. And I wish that hadn't happened. Uh, it makes me cry just to think about it. But I, I, I think it also gives me chills to think that he will be remembered like a Rosa Park for parks, for changing the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are experiencing history right now on all fronts. This whole entire year has been very historical, and um, I hope that there's going to be some good that comes out of it. I sure hope so, too. And I I mean, obviously, some good has already come out of it. But, uh, you know, we're a tight-knit community in University Park. And um, for the most part, I've really been impressed with how people banded together and supported each other. How about you? Yes, I've seen so many people. Um, I actually, this one I thought was really nice. Uh, one lady is gathering a list of minority-owned businesses that she's circulating out there, and we'll even post that on our Facebook page as well, um, just to encourage everyone in our community to get out there and support those businesses. And I think that that's key. Like, like you said earlier, you know, people were recovering already recovering with their businesses being closed because of quarantine and the COVID virus. And they were just starting to get back on their feet and starting to see the light of day. And then all this happened. So now more than ever, it's very important that we get out there and support those businesses. Well, and I'm sure all of you out there feel this, but I, um, you know, I had a 31 hour drive. So that was over four days and I did a lot of thinking. And there were a couple of times that I kind of like started to tear up and my son's in the backseat and I didn't want him to see me. And I realized, and then we started talking about it. And I said, do you realize the buildup pressure that's been on all of us, our kids without school or sports, um, the violence that's going on, uh, the economy. It's just been being isolated, being isolated. Mm -hmm. uh, all of it really, I think, has taken a greater toll on each and every one of us than we think it has. Right. And I think it's really important in the recovery process that we address it that way. Kind of like when you have a death in the family, it is, it is a process that requires a recovery. It's not something that's like, okay, okay, it's over. You know, I'm going to banditos. It's not like that. It's, it, it will take some healing. Well, I think one positive of quarantine is that we were all on pause and we really had a chance to reflect like what you were talking about in your car is just being at home so much and not having our crazy schedules. We have a, a lot of time to reflect on things and 
with the protest, it's really giving us an opportunity to wake up and listen to what they're saying and getting their message across because there's not a lot of other uh, static out there to di distract from it. Yeah, I agree with you. And that family bond is important. I mean, you want to be watching out for your kids right now. You want to be there for them. And gosh, that's the one positive thing. You're right, because you realize they're right under your nose. You know, if, you, if you're worried about them, you can ask them, you can talk to them. And Martha, just how do you feel the protest? How do you feel about the whole protest and how it's applied to our neighborhood? I think that it's, it's been a wake-up call. Um, you hear the term white privilege thrown around a lot, and I misunderstood what that term meant until this. And what it means is you've had the added advantage of being white, not necessarily that you grew up privileged or that type of thing, but you've had the advantage of being white and just reading so many different stories. It's really woken up my eyes, and I'm sure many others, of letting us know what it's like to walk into somebody else's shoes and that we have in fact had an advantage all of our life. Mm -hmm. It's true. And uh, it does seem like the neighborhood's responding for the most part appropriately, <laughs> you know, aside from a couple of the, you know, I, I, who was, who was telling me they saw some post about somebody having an AK 47 and uh, yeah, I was like, okay. I don't know if I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That if it's the same person I'm, I saw, he was basically trying to rally an army of uh, Park City's fellows with their guns to go down and take care of business. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very scary. Um, but I, I do think we have to stick together and keep positive and focus on the good things. And I, I do think that family unit is so important. So you got to admit, this has been one of the craziest years in history. It's definitely the craziest year I've ever experienced, and we're only halfway done. We've got a ways to go. There's been a lot of teachable moments, and I'm wondering, what do you feel like is a teachable moment that you want to pass along to Charles? Well, I feel that it's not a moment, but a lesson, because it's, you know, we've been through this for like three months now. I would say tolerance and awareness. I really want Charles to be aware of, uh, of what's going on, you know, because I think we do live in a bubble and uh, it's important. He watches the news, he sees what's happening. He's far more aware than he ever was. And uh, he's always had great tolerance. I think it's just making him realize how he can make a difference in the world by um, reaching out to other people. And what about you? I, I agree 100% with that. You know, I always thought that I was doing the right thing all these years with my kids and teaching them to be all inclusive and, you know, not ever judge anybody by the color of their skin. But one thing that I really realized during all of this is that that's not enough, that we really need to go out of our way to support these people and understand what it's like to walk in their shoes. And I do think by watching the news and reading the news that we're all getting a very, very new and uh, different look at what it's like to be in other people's shoes and definitely would like them to take away from this to um, just have more compassion than, than before. Yeah, and I have to say, guys, everybody who's listening, um, if you want to feel good for a moment, uh, search on YouTube, Tyler Perry's, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's singing it a cappella with a bunch of famous singers, and it just, it's the sweetest thing and really reminds us about what's important.
I love that. I watched that too, and it, it's really, really great. I just got chills when Nellie brought it up. So. <laughs> um, well, that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time.